Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health. Bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding healthcare. Everything from cancer to liver transplants. Nutrition. Exercise. My yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale. Mental health and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital. Empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the newly expanded HIA Radio Network. 282 affiliates strong, thanks to all of you in our listening audience, with our brand new broadcast hour that starts at 9 o'clock Eastern across the country. So we're very happy to have that. And as I always say on these shows, we wouldn't be there without all of you in the listening audience. And I appreciate all the feedback that I get from you. I am your host, Carrie Hall, my producer, Mr. Oscar Mont. Rosa, and you're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate. Now, if you do want to reach out to me, you can do that on the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. My cell phone number is also posted... And I get a lot of cell phone calls. It's really interesting uh, from places like Lewis and Idaho or uh, Galveston, Texas. Or uh, you just, It's just remarkable. People call me and they go, you really answer your phone? Yeah, actually, I do answer the phone. So if you do call me, uh, feel free to do so, and I'll be happy to chat with you if I can help you with anything. If you are looking for health insurance on the individual or Medicare side, the lovely Joyce Thompson is available, 877 38 52224 at RPS Benefits by Design. Also, um, if you are looking for employer-sponsored health care, Sue Dindiger is a partner who's worked with me for years. Uh, she is extremely knowledgeable. I think she's a national expert, frankly. Whether you've got a group that's five lives or 500 lives or anywhere in between, Sue can uh, help you. And it doesn't matter where you are in the country. I mean, she's got cases in North Carolina. She's got clients in California. I mean, She's got clients all over the country, and she's really, really good at what she does, and she's got a great team backing her up. So Sue Denninger is also available at 877-385-2224 or their website, which is RPS Benefits by Design, Inc., Inc.com. All right, so, you know, when you hear these shows, I get a lot of calls, and how can I listen to the show again? Can you send me a copy? Yes, we will do that if you want us to, but they are all posted on the podcast, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spreaker. If you want to tell somebody to go back up on listen to a show, uh, something interesting, you think somebody else ought to hear it, maybe it's a friend, a neighbor, a spouse, um, you know, your business partner, who knows, um, go back up to the website, they're all posted up there, and you can listen to them anytime you want to. All right, joining me in studio again, Lori Worthington from Stress OS. Well, uh, we're definitely in a stressful time, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it stopped at the end of 2020. No, Do you? It, no, I don't. It, it, actually, I think it probably escalated if I wanted if I wanted to talk about it now that 2020 Agreed. is all behind us. So we're going to talk today about Stress OS. We're going to talk about some of the things that they're doing. Um, you, you know, we've done two shows here before with them. 
uh, and talked about this program. You know, if there was ever probably a time when we need to manage stress in our lives, and I, I don't care whether you're talking about, you know, from a national perspective with all the things that are going on around the country or whether it's in your personal life or whether, or, you know, whether it's related to COVID-19 or a combination of other things. You know, maybe you've got, you know, you're working from home, you've got the kids at home, um, and all the other issues you're dealing with, managing stress is a huge deal, and it uh, most certainly affects people. It does, and I think one of the, the biggest things people need to hear is that it's okay to say you've got too much stress. It's not something that we as Americans have to just keep living with, that we can actually admit that we have it, and there's answers to help you reduce your stress. And I think that we've we've far too long said, eh, it's just the way it is, we just have to live with it. It's almost a badge of honor or a badge of merit that how stressed am I compared to other people? Yeah, the problem with that is that that comes out in places you don't want it. Right. Um, it comes out in relationships. It comes out, it manifests itself in places that you don't want it manifested at, at work. Right. Okay. Or if you're working from home remotely um, or in relationships with your family or, or your neighbors or, or, you know, whoever mm-hmm. the case may be. Um, it, it, it's going to show up. It's going to show up and it's going to show up, you know, it kind of sneaks in. It's not something that you see as the initial cause of a problem. You blame it on all the other things, but it's really that underlying stress level that has reduced your tolerance and reduced your empathy, reduced your ability to cope and to be resilient. And so, you know, if you've got kids, particularly right now, those kids feed off of your energy. And so if you've got kids that you're dealing with school and online schooling like we are and different things, those kids are picking up on the stress that you bring home from work or that you live, you know, as you're working from home. And they're picking up on that and it's just escalating everything in the house and we're, we're blaming it on relationships and marriages and all these other things. And it really has to do with stress and how you cope with it. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is that um, managing it is not necessarily rocket science. Okay, we tend to think it is. Okay, it doesn't mean you have to go lay down on a couch three times a week in a psychiatrist's office. Right. Okay, or start popping Prozac. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Well, you know, managing stress comes down to things we all know we're supposed to do: have good, healthy food. Um, have some activity, sleep, which is one of the biggest shortages we have is sleep. That's really interesting. I was, was, what was I looking at today? It was, I think it was an article in the wall street journal and no, it was in the Epic times. And by the way, that's a a newspaper. If you haven't read it, you should look at it. E P O C H times. It, 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 there's a thing in there called mind, mindful, uh, health and body, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. It's a whole section of that paper. And that was the one thing they said is non-negotiable. And you just made me think of that. Yeah. You, You know, I get eight to nine hours a night. Most okay? people don't. I know, but I I make myself mm-hmm. do that. I you know, and and I on nights when I sleep well, yeah, I'm the next morning I'm red hot and ready to bop. I mean I'm ready to go. Okay, yeah. and nights that I don't, I mean I if I have a bad night and I hit a wall, mm-hmm. I'll have to shut down halfway through the day half the time because I just can't mentally I can't function like right. I need to. Right. Like you know, do what we're doing right now. Exactly. So. Talk about that sleep thing, because that, that really, that kind of floored me today when I saw that. I said, non-negotiable. You know, I'll actually tell a story. We have a, a client who um, was trying stress OS out, so she was just kind of vetting it to see if it was going to be something that worked for them. And what she said is that she went in and she immediately identified sleep. Our, her assessment said sleep is one of her problems. And so she started using the activities that we'd recommended she used to learn how to deal with sleep. And she said that 
within the first day, what she learned was that all these things, her friends and family and everybody was on her about telling her, this is why you're not sleeping well. You use tech too much. You look at your screens too much right before bed. You're this and you're that. She learned... Um, techniques and she learned one that really was a fallacy that she she wasn't in doing that so much but she did learn things that let her let go of some of these worries that people put on you about what you need to do and what you need to change and she said within two nights she slept better and more soundly than she had in years and when I talked to her a couple of weeks ago she said she's still sleeping much better yeah because she's gotten rid of all of this stuff that you hear and she's learned new techniques and it, it took her two days yeah, but she used your platform to do she it. She did all. use our platform to do it, and, and she said it was a life changer for her because everything is better when you get better sleep. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. you know, it's like I said. I on the days that I do not sleep well, if I if I if I get a serious case of monkey brain in the middle of the night, yeah, yeah, <laughs> where I'm trying to solve the world's problems mm-hmm. at three in the morning, yes, uh, yeah, then then and I and I can't get myself back to sleep in a timely manner. By the by the time I get to two or three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm done, man. Right, I, and right. sometimes I don't get that far. Yeah. Um, so that that I thought that was really interesting. That's a very interesting piece. That's an interesting story you just told about how you know that it can be corrected and it's not rocket science. Right. It's, there it's, are some simple things I think people need to do. Take the damn television out of the bedroom. That that's one that makes no. You know, people say, "Oh, I leave it all night and I sleep with the TV." That's not really smart. Well, and I think it depends on what are you using it for. You know, are you using it to unwind your mind, almost its own state of relaxation, so that you no, can? Because okay. if you have kids, sometimes that's your only quiet time is at 11 o'clock at night when the kid's finally in bed. And you can watch something that gets your brain to slow down and to take all right. of that stuff out. But, yeah, then you turn it off, you know. And, and everybody's got a different different piece of that. And, and mindfulness, it's not really TV, but you can use that as something that – starts to clear your brain, almost like a relaxation technique. And so it really varies based on, on, on the person. And so I don't, I think we have to be really careful to not say this is right and this is wrong. But Which more, is what she was going through. She right. Was, don't, you're texting too much, right. you're watching too much of this, you, right. you need, yeah. So and I that think, wasn't the case at so, all. Yeah, I think it's important to not say it's, you have to do it this way. I think it's about the combination of things and finding what works for you. And you and I, if we had the same stress score, we would have different things that we need to work on. And that's the beauty of Stress OS is it's tailored so that your activity recommendations are based on your answers to your assessment and tell us exactly where to help you pinpoint learnings that you need. And mine are going to be very different. And so it's very tailored. So no two peoples are going to look exactly alike because we customize that for each person. So that's important to understand, folks, is that it is customized for each person. And, um, you know, whatever your issues are uh, that are indigenous to you, that those are the issues that are going to get addressed. The website, by the way, is stressos.com, stressos.com. We'll be right back after the break with more. Lori Worthington, CEO of StressOS, joining us in studio today at a very stressful time. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We've got more right after the break.
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIE Radio Network. My producer, the always perfect Mr. Oscar Monterosa. I'm your host, Kerry Hull. Uh, thank you for joining us again today. By the way, once again, welcoming all of our new affiliates that are joining us um, in our new 9 o'clock Eastern hour across the country. I think we've got about 80 new stations now, so we're up to 282 and... Uh, Kind of surprising how it grows. In studio with me, Lori Worthington, CEO, President of StressOS.com. Their job, to help you manage your stress. Whether you're an employer, okay, you're an individual, maybe you're a religious organization, maybe you're a school system, I don't know. But everybody deals with this in, in different pieces throughout their lives. And it comes back, as we talked about in that last segment, it manifests itself, whether it's in the workplace or in the family um, or in relationship with friends, whatever the case may be. It's something we all deal with, and they've got some wonderful tools that really, really help you uh, resolve these issues. And, you know, the other thing is it, it helps you identify them. You can't fix something if you don't know what it is, okay? Maybe you don't know that your issue is sleep deprivation, or maybe you don't know your issue is something you dealt with years ago that you can't seem to get out of your head, whatever the case may be. That's all part of what they do in the evaluation process. You heard Lori say that it's tailored to your individual needs. So you go up and you take an assessment form. We're going to talk about that here in the opening part of this segment. So let's talk about that. So it is tailored to the individual. So you go up and you answer how many was there? 10 or 15 questions, I can't remember. There's a short assessment that's about 10 questions. That's the one I, okay. And then once, you, there, there's, there's a longer, more comprehensive assessment that looks at your personal life and your work and some of your habits. It's more like 100 questions, but you get a much deeper view, and it results in getting a stress map that tells you from 13 categories where your stressors lie. And all the ones you're doing really well in, that maybe you have really low stress drivers there, and then the areas that are probably more likely the stress drivers that are keeping you um, more at that toxic chronic stress level. So we can then really pinpoint, here's areas you want to work on, things you want to keep doing well, and things that you want to work on you know, changing the way that maybe you handle them or your resiliency towards them so that you can lower your stress over time. So talk about mindfulness and relationships because we kind of touched on that a little bit in the last segment. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Sure. We talked about, you know, to lower your stress, it's things like eating well, it's activity, you know, exercise, that that dreaded word we have. But we all like it in January every yeah. year, right? <laughs> um, sleep. And we talked a little bit about technology and that your how you use technology can affect um, how much or little you're stressed, but it's really an individual choice. The other pieces are mindfulness or gra- or gratitude. I like to think of it more. Mindfulness is a component. We need to be aware of where we are in the present and that present kind of moment and having awareness and having thankfulness for that and gratitude for that. But it's one component. For those who are you know, going off and you're really focusing just on a mindfulness practice, those are really, really important. But that alone will not lower your stress. That's interesting because I think a lot of people actually think that, well, I can do this one component over here and it's going to solve my problem. Right. But it's like I said in the opening remarks on on this segment, if you don't know what the problem is, how are you Mm -hmm. going to solve it? Right. So they take the initial 10 talk about what that does it's pretty simple yeah it's a it's a red yellow green you know it it just shows you are you low medium or high it's kind of that quick 
get a quick view of where I'm at, um, see if it's something I want to dig deeper into? Or do I just want to look at that score and say, okay, I'm going to go figure out some of my own interests and the own, my own topics inside the platform that are things I want to learn and I want to work on, helping kids in school, dealing with whatever in COVID, um, you know, dealing with a relationship thing that's going on. Maybe it's about how to get the promotion at work or how to deal with conflict at work or difficult people and you know, um, that can apply at work, home, school, anywhere. So it's got a library of well over 500 topics that people can go and they can watch a short video. They can podcast it down. They can review the tips and the techniques that we recommend will help you make changes. And so it is a vast learning library that's online that people can access. And you could do it in the privacy of your own home. Absolutely. You can close the door. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is there. Right. And and it, it you're not, you know... In some ways, it's kind of easier than deal with this than it is trying to go to see a therapist on a face-to-face type basis because this is a this is totally private. And you go, well, I want to see that. Or maybe I should look over here at this or right. I need to know about this. And, right. and it's all there for you to pull out of it uh, and get the things that you need. Absolutely. The other thing about it is we are not location tracking. Okay. We're That's not, important in today's world, people. Yeah, we're not location tracking. We're not tracking your phone activity. We don't we don't care about your photos and your steps and your biometric heart rate. We don't need any of that information to help you have access to resources to, to reduce your stress. And so we don't track any of those things. We come from the mindset that private is very, very important to a lot of people in our country and that it's important, frankly, for us that we know we're attaining that privacy for everyone. And so we use a private survey tool so that it's not sitting in big tech's hands. I mean, we're, we've been very intentional about the way we built Stress OS so that it ensures privacy I don't want to know how many steps people take. I don't need to know for anything that we're doing to help people. And so for all of those organizations who say, you know what, I just don't want more people to have our data. You know, we're we're not collecting that kind of data on people. We only see their activities inside StressOS for the purpose of helping them with their stress journey. How interesting. So it's a very different thing than anybody else in the wellness space is doing because we're, you know, that's when people say, well, you're a wellness platform. Well, we are a well-being platform to help people feel better and reduce their stress and build resiliency. But we are not functioning. We can function in tandem to that space, but we are not doing the same things a wellness company has typically done. Yeah, and you're not you're not tracking them. I don't want your biometrics. I don't want any of your blood scores. <laughs> so all of you that are wearing your little watches with the, I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't need to know. No. Yeah. You know, those are important for you if you need to know how many steps you took in a day because it helps you with your activity. That's great. But we don't need that information to help you improve your stress. Because when we do a reassessment mid-year, you'll tell us how much are you walking? What's your activities? And it'll be, I walk five times a week. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know that you did 17,000 steps yesterday. You know? <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. People get, people get uh, um, compulsive about that stuff. You know, it's yeah. really interesting. I, I only did, who was it the other day was telling me, I only did so many steps today and I've got to go out and do at least two or three more right. thousand. I'm like, Really? Well, okay. and, you know, and our, our big tracking devices, you know, obviously Apple on the Apple Watch uh, owns that. Never said, not, not me. <clears throat> Fitbit has, no. you know, just been, you know, has, has just gotten closer to Google. Yeah. So, I mean, we see all of these things going on. We don't, we're, we're device agnostic. I don't care, you know, and it's personal use. We, we never ask you for your device 
measures. And I think that that's an important thing. So. It is in today's world because there's too much of this mm-hmm. going on, and I think we all know that. Um, and and I, I think, as you said, you know, there are a lot of people who have a lot of con- concerns about how much information all these different people, yeah. Google, Amazon, go right, right. down the list, right. okay, are gathering um, on people that are using their platforms for this, that, and something else. So it's important to understand that that does not happen at StressOS. That is true. Not at all. To know. All right. If you want information, the website is StressOS.com. Or if you wanted to talk to Lori directly, maybe you're an employer, whatever the case may be, 877-734-0076. 877-734-0076. By the way, they can help people anywhere in the country. So pick up the phone, give them a call. We'll be right back after the break with more. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIE Radio Network. My producer, the always perfect, as I said earlier, Mr. Oscar Monterosa, and uh, I am your host, Kerry Hall. In studio with me, Lori Worthington, President and CEO of Stress OS. Um, we're going to talk in this segment about employers, and I want you to listen to this. If you own a business out there, um, I don't care if it's 10 employees or a 1,000 employees or 100 or whatever the case may be. This is an issue. We're going to talk about a couple of things here. We're going to talk about managing stress in the workplace. We're also going to talk about this big push on diversity and inclusion. There are a lot of companies out there trying to find diversity and inclusion people. We're going to talk about how stress OS affects that. But the, on the employer side, what I want to focus on this segment is, the, is, is, is employers' workman's comp, property cash, like that kind of thing. And I want to talk about how Stress OS impacts that in an extremely positive way. And this is interesting, uh, how you know spending a very small amount of money can result in huge savings. Um, you put this program in place and use it properly over a period of time. And by the way, their website is stressos.com, stressos.com. So I was fascinated. You and I had a conversation not very long ago. In fact, I was actually talking with a group down in Texas about how Stress OS can work for employers, uh, both from a safety uh, on the workman's comp side, if you will, um, uh, and a management perspective. So let, let's talk about that because what, what you showed me, the information you gave me, showed that by putting this in place, they could literally reduce their workman's comp incidents and and costs significantly. So let's kind of talk about that. Sure. So, you know, there's studies that show CDC says 60 to 80% of workplace injuries are stress-related because we're at work, but we're not really, our head isn't at work. No, you're at work physically, you're just not there mentally. Right. So those injuries are happening and those injuries are stress-related. So what we're, what we're finding is as we can help people lower their stress, they're naturally more present at work. Um, so their their safety improves. We also see that they are um, less likely to injury because if you're well, you're just less likely to injury. If you're eating and moving and you've got sleep, you're going to do better. And so all of those things come into this idea of safety. Safety is also not just your personal physical safety. It's the relationships that you have. It's keeping an, a relationship from escalating to bullying or harassment or someone being tired and exhausted and stressed and perceiving your good morning as something that was a toxic you know, um, conversation. Yeah. And so all of those things, so much of her bullying and harassment 
is both actual harassment and it's the way someone perceived Perceived. it. And so if we can make sure that people are um, less stressed, their perceptions about relationships and conversations are going to be better. It doesn't, it also creates this opportunity for organizations to measure bullying and harassment and risks of violence concerns for their organization. Because in the assessment, we ask individuals those questions about work and about their personal life so that we can be aware of that if that's something someone needs to deal with. But we can aggregate that data so we never reveal someone's personal identity. But we can aggregate that for an employer who's sponsoring Stress OS. So, yeah, so let's just, all right, so, I, so now I'm an employer and I decide, you know what? I think we've got some issues within our company. We've had some blow-ups. We've had some problems, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. I I, I think we're going to go ahead and do this. And you do it, Mm -hmm. and let's just say for sake of discussion, (laughs) uh, they come back and they identify one single source as being one of the biggest problems you've got. And maybe it's one of your C-suite people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you're able to pinpoint that. I'm thinking specifically of a company I know Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. where that's an issue. Okay, they brought in somebody from another company uh, who was used to working in a much larger yeah. environment, mm-hmm. and she is not doing well mm-hmm. um, and basically causing a lot of disruption. She's in a C-suite position. Sure. She's the, she's the chief financial officer of this company. So, so talk to me about how, okay, now we've identified the problem. This woman is actually the, 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 you know, the crux of the issue here. How do we deal with that? Right. So we're going to aggregate the results. So we're going to be able, if you're a larger organization, we're going to be able to, you know, build those by department or by team, something like that. But we're never going to identify someone. So, you know, we're going to put into an other bucket when there's about 20 or fewer responses, because we want to make sure that we keep, we protect the identity of people. But what that does is it lets us really showcase what's going on in the organization, issues related to management, um, bullying and harassment. Are you being harassed by clients or vendors? So we don't just ask about managers and coworkers. We ask about clients and vendors, which frankly is where a lot of that occurs. Okay, so if you're in the health insurance industry, I can assure you you're getting harassed by clients from time to time. Exactly. Comes with the territory people anyway. So we look at those things because what you're trying to see is where is it – um, really, you know, above a, a reasonable a threshold. Level. Right. And so, but you don't know that until you measure that baseline and you see, do we have blips where this plant's numbers are way higher? Do we have blips where there are, you know, very noticeable things? Do we see someone saying, hey, here's a group of people who say they're concerned about violence in the workplace. They're concerned about where the work is going. They feel like management is you know, really inappropriate and out of control. And so we're able to see those things and present that to the organization as an enterprise risk management strategy that lets them decide what are we going to do with this in our culture, in our organizational development plans, in our uh, code of conduct, and our compliance uh, requirements. So it's a really big deal to be able to see that. And right now, any organization who's betting on, we haven't had calls to the compliance hotline, so we don't have bullying or harassment going on, is living in a fallacy world because they absolutely have challenges going on. Um, And that that's, I mean, I hear stories all the time because of what we do. I get stories all the time of people who have literally been bullied and harassed at work, you know, with things, someone trying to, you know, push them out of a leadership role, someone trying to push their way into a leadership role, someone trying to, you know, um, color the world differently, managers trying to color the world differently, all their employees calling it out and knowing that. And, and what's really bad is employees see what's going on. I talked to um, someone a couple of weeks ago 
who actually had a whistleblower situation that they um, went and talked to HR about the situation that was going on. HR um, hasn't really addressed it yet. And she was forced into a situation of, who do I keep telling? Do I let it go? Do I leave the company? And this is wow. a valued, you know, tenured person. And they're not going to know that. No. If she leaves, she's just going to leave. Exactly. And that HR person that's covering this up or coloring it, mm-hmm. as you use mm-hmm. the term, uh, they're certainly not going to go in and say, well, she left because she came in and told us that this was happening and we right. didn't do anything about right. it. I think that human resources, human capital can be one of the most valued areas in an organization, but they have to have the data and they need something. They need another way to measure how things are going um, besides waiting until they hear bad news. And so, I think this gives them the ability to do that as part of stress management, as part of safety, as part of liability management for an organization. Wouldn't well, it be talk much? About, talk about that. You know, wouldn't it be much better to hear that someone has either feels like they've been harassed or that they have they have witnessed harassment in their department, including sexual harassment? Wouldn't that be better to hear? In advance, where you could do something about it, and to, you know, before there's a PR nightmare and a Me Too oh. claim, <clears throat> and so these are all things that could occur because we're able to share information with a company. Again, not identifying someone, but we'd be able to say, "Hey, look, this department has a much higher rate of these concerns than all your other departments, or than other areas that we're seeing across the country." Or you've got people, you know, and you, you're talking about anecdotally. You know, we had a situation was brought to my attention not so long ago in a company where a particular management person was using some extremely foul language in front of everybody and had been doing it for a significant period of time. Mm-hmm. And this was a woman, not a man. Yeah. And when another particular C-suite person overheard it, they mm-hmm. took it to management and they went out and did an investigation and found out they had a real problem. And they wound up having that person leave the company. My point in telling that is if they had done this ahead of time, they would have known <clears throat> you've got a problem. And the problem centers around abuse in the workplace coming from some of your C-suite people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they probably would have had enough sense at that point to go, what's going on here? Well, and I think with, you know, as I, as I watch postings, you know, I see, you know, particularly since um, last fall, the, the postings for directors of diversity, equity, and inclusion, or, you know, uh, belonging is the other term that we hear in that space. But those, those, postings are frequent and there are companies all over that are adding this role to the organization almost you know or a chief people so you add them but how do you know what's going on if you don't have the data and what tools are you giving them to measure and to measure something that's really at the individual's personal level the the one big thing because of our intense focus on privacy um people don't have to wonder about is their identity see, getting right. to Big Brother because Big Brother is not going to get their identity. And I think that's a really important It difference. is important. It's, it's important for people to understand that. And if you want information, you're intrigued by this, the website is stressos.com. The phone number 877-734-0076. Give Lori a call. You, you can tell she knows what she's talking about, right? All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We've got more. Stay tuned.
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You can send me an email from up there if you choose to do so. In studio with me, Lori Worthington, CEO, President of StressOS, uh, their website, StressOS.com. You know, you just heard her go through this whole scenario of you know workplace issues with diversity and harassment and then and we talked about some incidences specifically where they were getting ready to lose key people maybe because somebody's dealing with something this lady knows what she's talking about if you want to just have her you know give her let's say you're an employer you know you've got issues okay you don't know what to do about it you can call her she'll be happy to chat with you and explain what they do and see if it might be appropriate to help you the way to do that is call 877-734-0076 maybe you're the hr director and you're the one dealing with this and you know it's not working 877-734-0076 call her let her get in front of your people and chat about what they do. It's effective and it works. All right, let's talk some more about employers, specifically manufacturers, yes. construction, manufacturing, mm-hmm. where people are physically doing labor. Safety is a big deal there. Yes. Okay, I, for a long time, our company at BBDI, we handled health insurance for a meatpacking facility in southeastern Missouri named Frick's Meats. Yes. All right? And when they had an accident, it was horrific. Horrific. I, I don't even want to even talk about some of the accidents that right. happened in that, right. in that factory. And they were very cognizant, and they did a great job, but it happened, okay? And so being focused on what you're doing when you're working around tools and machines and you're up on a roof or you're, or you're on scaffolding or whatever you're doing, let's talk to those employers right there about how important – because ah, I don't want this. I'm not going to a bunch of guys are going to do this. They're not right. going to pay attention to right. this. Okay, so talk about that. You know, I think what's important to really understand is that as we can reduce people's stress, then their brain can be more focused on where they're at and what they're doing. So we, one, we can uh, reduce absenteeism. So that if they're there every day, it's more likely that they remember their job and yeah, what they're helps. supposed to do. Um, we can reduce what's called presenteeism. So the, not only is their body there, but their brain's actually there doing the work and their emotions are focused on the work more than daydreaming about other things. So all of those bring together to help improve safety. And so safety, the CDC did a study in 2018 that says safety on average costs us $1,100 annually per American worker. The workers' comp injuries, the cost of those injuries, that did not include deaths. That included just all of the payouts for workers' comp injuries. Um, And so all of those components, you know, come together to make the workplace kind of scary for people. And so if we can reduce their stress, we're able to effectively improve the safety of an organization, likely lessen their workers' comp claims. And by the way, workers' comp claims are not just physical claims anymore. On the coasts, we see a huge surge in emotional health, mental health workers' comp claims. Holy cow. And so those are being settled typically at a rate of about four times higher than a physical accident claim. So if that physical accident's $50,000 claim, which would be an inexpensive worker's injury, the mental health claim for that might be anywhere from four to seven times higher than that. Wow. And so, and those are getting one based on the case that all of this stress has created a chronic issue and it's creating a work, an injury for me. It's in a mental health workers' comp claim. Wow. And so those are occurring at much higher rates, particularly on the coasts. And, you know, it'll work its way to the middle to the, of the heartland as here. As it typically does. As it typically does. So you have all of those <laughs> risks going on in that manufacturing plant, right? Yeah. And you have the, you also have the errors and omissions that come from that. You have that something got sent to the wrong plant. It got put on the wrong truck. The pallet didn't get secured <laughs> closely, right? And so it fell off of the truck and crushed someone. You all know, right. it's not just what happens at your plant. Yeah. It's all of the liabilities 
that happen as it ships and as it goes out into the consumer world. And all of those issues are part of that. Maybe you're driving, you know, truck driving company and you've got all these truckers on the road um, trying to just, you know, get those miles in so that they can earn and that they can keep your product moving. Well, they're already under stress because of the, the way they have to log and the way they have to do different things. The, the last thing they need is to be stressed and trying to tie down the load, trying to do things like that. And so all of these things can help them be better because we're helping them understand how they can reduce their stress. How do you get them to engage? How do, how do you get, you know, especially when I talk about guys. Yeah. Thinking, hey, I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. You know, one of the things that we have found is, one, we don't text and email you to death. You know, we're, we're going to reach out on occasion, but we're there for you to use. And so people, because you're helping them with your, their stress and it's private, we tend to see a higher engagement rate because people are interested in the topic. They want to know what their stress score is. And then they want to be able okay. to work on it. So we've had companies that have had 100% participation in completing the assessment. That's remarkable. And and that was with an introductory email that said, hey, you know, you're invited to take the stress assessment. That's really interesting because that surprises me. I'm I'm really glad to hear that because it means that it's resonating with people. It also means that there's an underlying issue there that is not being touched Okay, and I don't care what how big your company is or what you do, whether you're all white collar workers mm-hmm. at a financial planning firm or whether you're blue collar workers, um, you know. Right, and a blue collar worker may be more interested in it for the home relationships and the rest of life than they are about helping their workplace have lower stress. But the beauty is, whatever interests them, as they lower their stress, it naturally impacts an improved work situation as well as an improved life situation because it's it's able to do both. Because yeah, well, one connects to the right. other. Exactly. So your stress carries both places. So, you know, now I'd love to be able to say that we're going to get 100% participation every time. That's not um, But, you know, one, again, because we are, we are assuring that privacy, there is no big brother looking over your shoulder with it. Those are big differences for a lot of people that give them a sense of, oh, this might be okay. And then we're not, I mean, we're not going to text you every day, which again is that we're going to, we're going to remind you on occasion. We also have some really neat incentives ideas planned for this year that I think will naturally draw people to the platform as we're able to get get enough folks on the platform. Yeah, and the good news about it is at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, all that data goes back to the employer and the employer can say, I've got a problem over here or I've got a problem over here and they Mm -hmm. know it. And it's data-driven measurement versus your perception and your guess. Yeah. Yeah, you, we, we think we have. No, now we know we have. Right. And, there, and there's the issue. And if you're the HR person, the compliance officer, the risk manager, and you need to be able to prove it with numbers that a board or an executive suite will finally pay attention to because they they can't ignore them anymore, this gives you that measurement. Yeah, to do and guess that. what? <laughs> there are a lot of companies that deal with that. So, all right, her name is Lori Worthington. If you want to talk with her, she's clearly a national expert at what she does. They can make a difference for your company. I really mean that. 877 734 877-734-0076. This can make a big difference. The website, there's a lot of good stuff on that website. Stressos.com. Stressos.com is the website. Thank you for doing this today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, well, we're certainly at a peak time for stress, so it couldn't have been more timely, right? And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish together as fools. I say on many of these broadcasts, I don't think those words could be any more meaningful than they are today. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Goodbye, America.